In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. Welcome to the Man Card Podcast and our mission to build an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves in changing their world. Males are born. Men are made. We're going to separate the men from the boys. A man is as a man does. We want to help you to become the best version of you. Theodore Roosevelt spoke about this rare breed saying the credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood. That's awesome. The man card belongs to those protecting integrity, fighting apathy, pursuing God passionately, leading courageously, and finishing strong. A man is as a man does. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we We salute you. you. Guys, we honor you for grinding it out in the stress bubble of life. Males are treating the anonymous bleachers, but you've jumped into the arena of manhood and into the fray, so thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. I brought that. That sounded good. That was amazing. That was amazing. Anyway, hey, we're pumped, guys, that you're listening to our podcast. Our goal is to call you into the arena, to call you out of every obstacle, preventing you becoming your best version, and to call you up to accomplish your unique mission in life. I'm Jim Ramos. And the mix master, our PhD of sound, Dr. Pat George, is not here today, so we want to give him a yeah, shout out. He's skiing today. He is skiing with his beautiful wife, but I am here with the backbone of everything we do. My buddy, my partner, and my co-host, Dale Culver. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. Doing great. You see, I'm flexing right now. You're flexing right now? Yep. If you jumped up and down, I might see your pecs move, but I don't know, buddy. I don't know, man. Anyway, so, so, so I'm going to guess the man word based on our guest today. Okay. I got two of them that are in the hopper right now. I'm but based on our guest today. I'm gonna guess the word brotherhood. Am I close? It's darn close. Man. Really? It's darn close. Ugh. Yeah. If you say bro, I got it. If, yeah. Okay. You if do. it's bro, I got right. it because the, the word is actually bromance. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> this is a man card. You, you hold on. Okay. Hey, when did you buy your Prius? <laughs> yeah. I gotta say, I can't, I gotta stop bugging Prius owners because we've had two guys on our podcast. We've interviewed Ona Prius. Yeah, that's. I offensive. had another guy post on social media. I just caught two hundred thousand miles of my Prius. I'm like, I guess you can have a Prius and be a man. <laughs> but why would you pick the word bromance? Okay, you were Dude. talking earlier about Trent. I am Trent. so sorry. You were talking about Trent and <laughs> wow. him having a hunting buddy, and you wish you had that bromance where you can go hunting with somebody. 
Hey, that's one, that those, bro. that's one of those. That's one of those bromances. Inspired me. That's one of those bromances when you've got to go to the bathroom, you go hide behind a tree because you don't want the guy to look at you. Yeah, I was <laughs> going to do something manlier, but bromance. I just said because we're trying to get real serious here. I thought I that would be great. Well, you know what? I actually, I, I, I appreciate the word in the sense that I think it's important for guys to connect with other guys and to have a a bond, a locking arms relationship where you know that when you're in an alley. Somebody's got your back. I love the song uh, Creed, Who's Got My Back. And I love that song. It, it resonates with me because I ask myself that question. Who's got my back? Sorry. Who's got my back now? You got to do the Creed voice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, anyway that, well, the only rock band in the 90s. Uh, anyway, that, anyway, there are no rock bands now. Anyway, oh, yeah. but uh, who, you know, who's got my back? Right. Who is that guy I love? You know that I love that guy. He's a brother, David and Jonathan in the Bible. You know who is that guy? And so, um, yeah, you shouldn't have the when you say bromance, you shouldn't have the picture of like two guys fixing their man buns. You know, sitting behind each other braiding their man buns or something like that. But yeah, <laughs> in the back of the Prius. Okay. Anyway, wow. Hey man, I, before we get our guest on here today, I got to tell you, I'm excited about our Men in the Arena Facebook forum. After our conference in uh, Terre Haute, that group jumped a thousand men. And, uh, hey, guys, if you want to help us, man, every time you add 100 to that page, we'll send you one of our Men in the Arena custom uh, next-level T-shirts and a su- the best T-shirt out there. I'm super excited about that. And then also our man card endorsements. Uh, we've got John Eldridge, you know, who wrote Wild at Heart, Wes Stafford, who uh, ran Compassion International for 20 years, uh, Jeff Voth out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, and his Cave Time Ministry. We've got Kai Munchie, and you know he was a Secret Service agent, Shannon McGurk. We've got some great guys on our endorsements, and I'm really excited about that. And then, uh, guys, I want to let you know, we're doing a man card weekend for your churches or for your organization, so we will bring the men's event to you. So if you want to hold a men's event, instead of charging twice the pot price to go to a conference center, we will come to your door, and we will bring the conference to you, and we will t- spend a weekend talking to you about what a man is and does. So make sure you book that. We aren't booking until the fall, and it will fill up quick. So if you're interested, let us know. So, hey, I'm excited about today's guest, Trent Fisher. Uh, I ran into Trent via a podcast. I was listening to my favorite podcast, the Hunt Back Country podcast with uh, XO Mountain Gear. And uh, Trent was on with Cody and some other guys. And they did something really extraordinary, which we'll talk about in the interview process. But uh, Trent is 37 years old. His occupation is he's the content creator for Born and Raised Outdoors. Been doing that for a year, so I want to talk about that, Trent. Uh, Absolutely. It's, I'm excited about the risk that you're taking there. Uh, as far as highlights and accomplishments, he wrote, having an awesome family and taking the risks and having the faith to do something I love. <laughs> Every man who just listened to that was like, I wish I could do that. I want to do something I love. His passion in life is to inspire others to trace, chase their dreams no matter what stands in their way. He lives in Myrtle Point, Oregon, married to his beautiful wife, Kendra, for the last 15 years. He has a son, Wyatt, who's 11, daughter, Hudson, what a cool name, who is eight. I want to introduce uh, my new friend, Trent Fisher. How you doing, my man? Good, good. How are you guys? We're doing good, man. We're, we're, uh, we're doing good. I'm excited about having you on. I kind of developed a bromance you did. Yeah, uh, with yeah. your with your organization, Man uh, Crush. This, uh, I've, listened this... To, I've listened to some of your other podcasts, and I think this is the time where you talk about my books I've written and uh, <laughs> all my accolades. Right? I think I, I think you missed that somewhere in there. Uh, you have written no books, okay? But you did that. kill your first elk in Wyoming. That was a six point bull. This last year, actually, my first six point. Yeah, that's that what I, I meant. You're, yeah, because yeah. you killed another. You killed at least. I know you killed an elk in Colorado. And you, or Wyoming, you killed the six by, and then you killed a bull in Oregon. 
mm-hmm. and no in Montana, no in Idaho. Um, I think two bulls this year. Have you been stalking me? Or well, I followed you on. I followed your story. Your your YouTube yeah. fifty yeah. days. Yeah, you know we killed a bull in every state <laughs> but Montana. Well, you should have killed a bull in Montana. You should have had one down on the ground, but that's how the game goes sometimes. But but I'll tell you what, your Oregon deal. I've never hunted Roosevelt yeah. elk, which I that's one of my bucket list items to do. But the fact that you guys knocked down five bulls and and found all of them in eight days, and some of those were most guys wouldn't have found those. So your tracking ability was epic. So uh, what a great great that was uh, that was God there. I've got I got to give all the glory <laughs> there. Man, there was some praying. There was some serious praying going on in a couple of those, and it just he just opened the eyes and bam, yeah. it was amazing, amazing. Well, when I saw some of those shots, I oh oh, that's gonna be bad, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'm like, and then you found them. I'm like, man, that's so impressive. Yeah. Anyway, but people are probably wondering what are these two guys talking about. Well, you guys did something called um, Land of the Free Project, where you yeah. hunted archery elk in five states. Uh, Western states, uh, help me out here, Idaho, Wyoming, Oregon, Montana, and Colorado. Correct. And you did that for 50 days straight, Yeah. all over-the-counter tags. Am I close? Yes. Uh, yeah, yes and no. So any state you could get an over-the-counter tag, like Oregon, Colorado, Idaho, you could. And even we did in Montana, it was a leftover tag, what we got. But um, – Wyoming is that wild card. You do have to apply. There's no other, there's no okay. tags available. So, okay. so yeah, but yes, it was, we just wanted to get out there and show that anybody can do this. Um, if you just got to have the drive to go out there and do this, you know, kind of thing. So well, it was, it was, I watched every single episode and it, it ended up going to 53 episodes. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. And uh, my correct. wife, my wife just knew for an hour, but seven to eight, don't mess with my hubby. He's watching <laughs> land of the free. She kept saying, turn down those elk bugles. That sound drives me crazy. She oh, sounds perfect. just like that yeah, we, too. We wrecked yeah. a lot of homes. We wrecked <laughs> yeah. quite a few homes. Oh yeah, between you guys calling and me trying to practice, yeah, it was it was almost a divorce. <laughs> but anyway, now I'm just kidding. Hey man, we're gonna move into a round that we do with all of our guests to kind of get the juices flowing, and it's okay. called our rapid fire round. And uh, what I thought would be fun, uh, Trent, is I've never done this before. But your partner in crime is your brother-in-law, Cody. Absolutely. Okay? And uh, we were thinking he'd be on the show, which would have been our first ever dynamic duo. But because he's not, I thought it'd be really fun to do a Trent or Cody round. So I'm going to ask you some questions. And he's not here to defend himself, so you can say whatever you want. And so I'm just going to ask you, uh, who's better at which thing? All right? Are you ready? Okay. 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 Bring it. So now you guys are married to twin sisters. Absolutely. Okay. So the first question is, who's married to the prettiest? Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, just easy. kidding. Yeah, you both better. Are they fraternal or identical twins? They're fraternal. Oh, so they do look a little different. Yeah, they, they look similar. I mean, you can definitely tell, but um, but they're not. You know, they don't share the same clothes. Well, yeah, they do. Never mind. Yeah, but, all, uh, all, <laughs> that, you don't have to be a twin girl to share clothes. You know but, how yeah. twins are. Yeah. So, so anyway, I'm not going to ask you who the prettiest because I know that you're going to say Kendra, and I know he'll say his wife. So the next question, though, okay. and I think I know the answer to this one based on the following you guys. Who's the best shot with a bow, generally speaking? Um, at animals or at targets? <laughs> uh, let's go with, over. Uh, wow, that both. See, I mean, it's a different deal, you know? Yeah, shooting it, it really is. A totally, totally different ballgame than shooting at a live, living, breathing animal. So, um, 
at animals, I've, I've been very successful. Uh, I have, um, and Cody, I mean, he slides out on targets. He can, he can shoot, not that he can at animals by no means, but, uh, it's just, you know, it, both of us are, um, we practice quite a bit. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a, with my elk hunt this year, I practiced, when I say every day, it was basically every day for probably six months leading up to. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what, your brother Trevor, though, seems to be a great shot with a bow as well. Incredible. Yeah, yeah. incredible. I he saw very, him. Very good. I saw him make an 85 or 82-yard shot yep. that yep. was lights out. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's, okay. He's good. Both Cody and him are amazing, amazing shots. Yeah. Well, you guys, you guys do some great stuff. Okay, Number. next question. Which one of you has been married the longest? I've been married longer than and than anybody. Yeah, me. How long's Cody been married? Uh, I want to say, man, I want to say twelve years, maybe. Okay. I, mean, I, I yeah. So not somewhere too far. And, and, not uh, too far behind, no. And then Trevor's been married somewhere in there too. Okay, now when the day the day of archery season, so the first day of the Oregon hunt last year. Yeah. Which one of you is in better shape? <laughs> Out of all of us? No, just you and Cody. No, just me and Cody, obviously. Uh, ah, man. Probably, ah, probably me. Probably okay. me, because, yeah, I came off of, uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably both. We were both in horrifying shape. I used to do something else for, I used to cut timber for 18 years, man, and I used to be in, it was no problem at all. Now I actually have to work for it. Yeah, you've got to get out there. Yeah, well, you could, you would, I would say at the end of the season, you were definitely in better shape because you did all 50 days. I did all 50. Yeah, I did 53 days in the end. I lost 13 pounds, almost 14 pounds. Yeah. I, I, I really earned respect for you uh, as a hunter in Montana. I, I couldn't have done it. I, I would have folded, I think. Honestly. But- at 52, I would have folded. 37, maybe not. 52, <laughs> that looked brutal. Yeah, it was. Brutal. The positive attitude was really, really tough to keep up with every day, but uh, it was definitely a must. Well, and so. that was one of the things I did notice, Trent, was that you were the attitude of the group. You were the guy that kept the rest going. I appreciate did that. You, did you sense that you were kind of the, the rah-rah guy of the group, the kind of the coach or the... When we first when we first started this project, we had just an idea of what we we're going to do. And Cody and I, we got together and we we're like, why don't we do something that nobody else has done? Let's do a whole season and let's try to do it in five states and let's try to just film every single day. But the biggest concern in our, you know, in the brainstorming, you know, part of the whole thing was the guy that's going to because I said, I'll stay the whole time. And uh, Cody's got really little kids. Uh, he's just had a brand new one at the first of the year. And then he has uh, had a one-year-old. And so I said, I'll do the whole time. Uh, and their biggest concern was just staying positive, you know, just not folding, yeah. just yeah. not getting so down and just being like, I don't care what happens now, you know. And so I really knew from the first start that I had to kind of run that flag. And, um, yeah, it was let me tell you, it was tough at times, really, really tough at times. When I wounded that one bull, I was down, man. I was, uh, it, it took brothers to lift me back up to where I needed to be to get going again to get my feet back on me. So, you're talking yeah, about, was, the, about the Wyoming bull that you found. You yeah, recovered the yeah. bull. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's just, it's just tough, you know. Things, things, you know how hunting is, man. It's, oh. <laughs> it's a grind. It's a grind. Yeah. So. Well, you know what? It seems like Idaho gave you guys a little bit of boost of energy. You're in a a, a more comfortable environment. Those Hushin guys really took care of you. It seems like it was great. much needed. So, 
Yeah, they yeah, were cool. great dudes, and and then I actually got to eat like in a camp. I had eggs, <laughs> bacon, oh. bacon, and yeah. somebody made homemade biscuits or something, or cookies or something. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Anyway, it was, it was amazing. I cried. I honestly cried one morning because <laughs> it was just there was just there was bacon and eggs on a on a thing, and I I, I was like thirty days in at that time. And oh. I was like, bacon and eggs. Hey, so I throw now. I know Cody's about six four or five, right? Yeah, he's 6'4", I believe, something like that. So he's got some reach here. But if I throw you guys in the octagon, who comes out alive? Uh, me, every time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I like it. Six foot two twenty, baby. Okay, who's <laughs> who's the best elk caller? Is there... Is there Cody Kellum. Who? Cody Kellum. He is, okay. Yes. Now, yes. when I was listening to him, he seemed really, really good. But you guys all seemed outstanding compared to me. I sound like a dying moose when I try to call him out. So. <laughs> Cody's really, really, really good. Really okay, good. well, that's good. Yeah. Okay. Who's now? I know the answer to this already, but I. So who's of the two of you in this organization you've created? Who's the detail guy and who's the big picture guy? Okay, <laughs> you know the answer to that, Cody. <laughs> you could figure that out when I couldn't figure out how to get on Skype this morning. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, what you guys did on YouTube was really impressive. You know, uh, really, really impressive. And so, you, like with Dale and I, he's the he's the guy that does all of that stuff, and I'm the. I'm the jawbone. He's the backbone. I think you need to have that partnership, right? And so that's really cool. Totally, so. totally. And Cody covers all that. He is. I mean, that guy is amazing. Business from the whole, the whole, the whole side of things. And so, yeah, it's the same kind of relationship I believe that you and Dale kind of have. As just far as I do the jaw, jaw flapping a lot, and and Cody pushes the numbers and and runs all. And he's 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 incredible at that. Well, it's funny with us. Dale is probably the more social guy and the better talker, but by virtue of the, you know, founding the organization, he's gotcha. come on. And Unless said, it I comes to this. hunting, and then it's like, dude, shut up. We got stuff to do here. Yeah, if it's hunting, <laughs> we drive down the road. We were in Indiana going to a conference. Like, there's some whitetail. There's some whitetail. There's a turkey. You know. Something. Well, and after you spoke, it was like a herd of men around you, and I'm selling books, and I'm getting swamped, and I'm like, dude, quit being social. I, yeah, I got help. a Badlands backpack at half price for that deal, man. I ran into a pro oh, yeah. staffer for Badlands, and uh. Built a relationship. Uh, hey, man, t- Cody, why don't you take a few minutes here and just tell us uh, a little bit more about your story, your personal life, the things you enjoy, hobbies, yeah. anything else you'd like. Just give our our guys and our men in the arena, give them a sense of, of who uh, Trent Fisher is. Did I call you Absolutely. Cody? I think I called yeah, you Cody did. on accident. Yeah. I, I apologize. Dale slapped him. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so... Grew up in the church, Seventh-day Adventist, and uh, went to private school for eight grades of my life. Came out of that. Went to high school because of sports, pretty much. I love playing football, um, doing that thing. Got out of my, – my, I come from a big uh, tim- logging industry family. My dad cuts timber. Uh, my grandpa cut timber. My uncle cut timber. I cut timber, right? And my brother turned out to be a dentist, which I don't know how that happened. Is but that anyway, Trevor? Trevor? That's Trevor, yeah. Trevor's okay. a dentist, yeah. Yeah, and my younger brother, he actually runs Crane in Texas right now. So he's a big crane operator. But um, so I started cutting trees and uh, joined the fire service, actually, and went through some tough, not some tough times. I had a few people die. Uh, we were in the, I was in the biggest fire in, in, in Oregon, actually. Wow. And um, anyway, three of my buddies, my close friends, died in that fire. And, oh. and I stayed in the fire service after that. Um, and I just. You know, it was that whole political, you climb the ladder, you kiss his butt, and then you kiss his butt, and then it'll get you to the next step, you know, kind of thing. And I just didn't like that. And so, and I and I'd still cut trees this whole time. And so I just went full time, got my own business, and uh, and did that for 18 years. 
Oh, and wow. we started born and raised outdoors in uh, 2007. And we'd just done it as a hobby, right? We had um, we did an outdoor show, outdoor channel show um, for one season. We ran it and we just, I mean, it was so much work with jobs at the same time with all of us working. It was just like, you know, it was a drain on the family, let alone on, um, on finances. We never made any money at it. We just broke even really. So it wasn't until uh, last year that um, I had this dream to quit cutting trees. I wanted to quit and I wanted to um, just, you know, just pursue the passion of, 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 not just hunting. I mean, everybody says, oh, you're just, you know, you're a hunter. Not, not at all. I, I just, I enjoy being out there. And I, I enjoy all the aspects of it, but the teaching side of things is, um, is what I enjoyed the most is, is, is trying to, I don't know, relate to people that anybody can do this. Anybody can chase their dreams kind of thing. And, um, so I did that. Um, and Cody and I had a meeting. Cody was in a job that he didn't really like at the time. And, uh, we both were just like, okay, let's try this for six months. Let's try to try to make six months of it. We'll go and we'll do this land of the free project and then we'll get back. We'll edit it out and then we'll go back to our normal lives. And what happened was just a, a man, a huge blessing. We did this and then it was just the following the people that just loved it and just, just globbed onto this thing was just enormous. And so, which um, anyway, led us to, quitting our jobs and doing this full time now, uh, for, for our living. So, wow. but yeah, but to talk to your wife and, uh, say, Hey, I'm going to quit my job and, and, and go hunting. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a fun conversation. So, well, I'll tell you what cool. we launched, uh, we launched what we're doing now full time in 2012. And I actually went from a full time, comfortable youth pastor position to having no income, that fast. And I remember sitting at the breakfast table uh, one morning telling the family, here's what I'm thinking. What do you guys think? I need you all in. And at my 12-year-old son at the time, Colton, who's now almost 20, said, well, Dad, I can get a newspaper route to help pay for the bills. Now, I realize I'm going out and helping guys become men. And I've yeah. got my 12-year-old saying that. And my wife said, well, honey, you've I've trusted you for 20 years. You've never let me down. I'll trust you some more. That's a huge weight when your wife is in. And I, I the oh, risk man. the risk that you took with so much competition out there is a huge risk. So how are you how are you different than these other hunting organizations? Um, you know, I, I the bro you said it, I the bromance, I, you know, let's back off on that just a hair, but how about, just, <laughs> how about like bro nation maybe or something like no. Um no we it's the brotherhood, right? It's yeah. the, everybody just, they loved it. And they saw, you know, our whole motto, not our motto, but our whole thing about it is, is as long as we're selfless, as long as we don't go, I need a big elk. And I, 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 as long as we take that out of it, we're going to win. We're going to win. That's just a fact. And, and so, and that's what we've just tried to do is just try to be as selfless as possible and to go out there and learn actually some of these things and not be the leader, the authority and all this stuff rather than just, you know, learn with the viewer as it goes. And, and um, yeah. And, and like you said before, you know, the support that your wife gave you, my wife was totally on board. She was just, I mean, she's a, a great, we have a, we have a great, great relationship and, and it was um, it was just one of those things where, you know, Hey honey, I'm going to go on YouTube and uh, 
Isn't that that uh, thing with all those crazy cat videos? <laughs> yeah, that, Dude, what? Yeah, that's it. What? That's yeah. it. Yeah. Hey, so, so I have a question for you. So how do you actually make your money? Or is it selling? By the way, the gray shirt with the elk antlers, I think it's a next level t-shirt. Dale, yeah. you need to order one for me and you. Because I wanted to order those during your project, but they just weren't available, really. It yeah. was tough. And so I never yeah. won a knife. I never won a backpack. So I'm going to just buy stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so besides buying your swag and your gear, how else do you guys uh, make your money? Uh, so you want to hear a real quick story? Yeah. Quick one. So we come into, we do this whole hunt, and we are broke, guys. We have no money. Yeah. We have no money. We have no money. And so it's like, okay, we have to do something. We have a mentor over there in Roseburg. We work in an office called The Loft, and uh, he kind of mentors us. And and um, it's a great, great work environment. And and um, anyway, he says, you guys need to start selling T-shirts. And we said, well, we don't have any money. We don't, we don't have any money to, to get these T-shirts. And he's just like, I don't care. You put them up online, and you sell them. You just pre-sell them, and then you get them. And so we had like $1,400 in the account. Broke, born and raised, was going under. B O R B R O K E. B R O ending. <laughs> yes. And it's like, but we're right in the middle of this project. It's around Thanksgiving. And so we put up on our website, we just put up there, hey, here's these pre ordered shirts if anybody wants them. We, um, in like, I forget the exact numbers, but it, in, in, in that like first seven, three to seven days, we sold almost 3,000 shirts. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, you know, it's so, interesting. It was uh, just God is good, man. It was, yeah, it was just like we were flabbergasted. So you, so you sell your gear and you get money for that. Are you doing something? Are you making money income off the media component? Yeah. So that's the thing about, uh, like we, we do YouTube, you make money, you monetize your videos. Um, you know, that song in our videos. Oh, but savages, routine? savages. Yes, that I, everybody yeah. loves. Yep. Yes. Well, we contacted them and we bought the song. Well, we screwed up actually. We bought just the, we just bought the, uh, the, oh, what is it? The demo of the song is what we ended uh-huh. up buying. So we'd cut up the whole song to make it to what it was to a minute long. Anyway, so they, they docked us on monetation. So we don't get a dime. Oh, each, any of those, brother. We don't, <laughs> we don't make a dime. Oh, man. So, oh, well, you know what? Was, the song was so impactful that we had to keep it. We had to keep it. So, oh, yeah, I, I get it. I need to, I could, I went to load that up on Amazon Prime, but it, they didn't have it. So, my kids tell me Apple Music will have it, but uh, that's great. Yeah. Well, you know, you're one of your shirt designs. So, I really like the one with the elk horn. That's the one right there. Yeah, order that one. We just ordered two just now. But the one that really, <laughs> the one that really speaks about your organization is the one where there's two, two hunters climbing a mountain and yeah. one is reaching down and pulling the other up. And yep. I think that's your niche in the in the industry because let's let's be honest. A lot of times in the hunting industry, it's about me killing the biggest animal for me. And and yep. you guys, what, what really impressed me, Trent, about your organization is you don't care about how big the animal is. The trophy is in the pursuit. Your your camaraderie, uh, the way that you love uh, and take care of each other. There truly is a bro team going on uh you are incredibly selfless and you mostly hunt public lands that a guy like me can say hey i can do this and it's just super impressive but talking about this selfless thing this is not learned i mean this is not something that comes by easily it's learned how did you guys develop and you've got how many guys in your team it looks like five to eight guys well we we've grouped we grouped with other guys we have a group of four guys me cody trevor and steve 
And um, but there's another and, a big guy with kind of a reddish hair and a beard who's on a lot of your videos. That's Ty. He moved to Montana. He moved to oh, Missoula. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's been really tough to to um, coordinate hunts and stuff with him. He had a bunch of other stuff going on because gotcha, he, gotcha. he works for um, yeah BHA Backcountry Hunters and Anglers, who is a uh, organization we really support uh, for public lands, keeping our public yeah. lands. So um, yeah, but uh, like that shirt that you said, we call that shirt committed because you gotta you 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 have to have that. What's the hardest thing in hunting? It's not finding else. It's not. It's not uh, shooting elk. It's not doing, you know, archery or whatever. It's finding a hunting partner. Yes, That's it is. That's the hardest thing. True statement. That is the hardest thing. And we, we've gotten very fortunate when we first started to uh, work with uh, the guys that we have. But you, you grow that bond over time. And so that was, that was actually my hardest thing. We're men, right? We get into this whole thing. And, and a lot of the groups I hunted with this year, this is the first time I've ever met them. That was the first time I, I, you know, we picked the biggest groups in hunting is what we did. And uh, we said, Hey, do you want to hunt with us? It was a, it that was a, that was a, um, at first it was a business move, right? Yeah. And then, uh, it, and then you get into this whole pecking order and you guys know, as men, we go in and, and you know, well, what's your, where, where, where are you at in this whole hunting thing? Or I call it a pissing, pissing contest. Or pecking order. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And so, but it was amazing what happened in the project. And I think why people liked it so much is after those 10 days, it was a brotherhood. We grew together and we, and we actually were all in it for the same goal. And um, yeah, it was just, it was just amazing. We never found anybody in any group that was selfish. That was just like, well, I'll just do my own thing. You know, it was just amazing how it all worked out. Yeah, It was really impressive to me. And that's why I'm uh, one of your guys's big fans. So, so here's a question. And this is a question I've been wondering. Yeah. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Here it is. Did born and raised outdoors come first or bro? Born and raised outdoors. Really? First. Trevor is the one that came up with the name. And, and we all thought about it. We're like, yes, because it covers every, we do fishing also. We just got done with a big fishing trip with Hushin this last weekend. And so, yeah, we, it's, it, it, yeah, born and raised outdoors came first. Well, the funny part is if I were to give you a vision statement or a mission, a mission, I would have used the word bro, uh, you know, camaraderie teamwork. And so that bro acrostic it fits so good with your mission. It's I thought amazing. that you did that first and thought, let's come up no. with a name that fits bro. No, and it wasn't even, I mean, we're super intelligent guys because it wasn't until years later that we're <laughs> like, this is B-R-O. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that is, uh, that's that's almost unbelievable that, that, yeah. there's, that, that, was, that fits so well together with who you guys are. And so, man, that is, that is really, really good. So, here, here's what I'm. Here's why. Here's why I'm kind of moving towards this bro thing, Trent. Yeah. Because I think that one of the big dilemmas of our day with men, uh, even in you know, for me hunting, but I have great relationships in my life. But one of the dilemmas that men have and they struggle with is isolation. They don't have bros. And how important? Move. Let's set hunting aside. How important in in your life are your bros? Um, monumental. Um, they are people that I can go to with anything. Yeah. And, and like you said, let's, let's set hunting aside. Um, it is probably one of our top five most asked questions in email. How did you guys become so close? How do you guys, how do you find a hunting partner or a partner? And it is very, it's, 
yeah, they are super, super important to us. And, and, um, and if you don't think there's fights and if you don't think there's been some knockdowns, you're, you, you know, you'd, you'd be bad, sadly mistaken. On well, that. I've, seen I've seen you seen, and Trevor go at it. Oh yeah. Oh, I've seen Cody and Ty on a landing one time and it was, it was, it was getting it. Oh, yeah. really? Oh yeah. Well, oh, isn't, yeah. isn't that part of having somebody's back? If, if you can't, we talk about calling men in, calling them out, and calling them up. If you don't call a bro up out, how can you call a bro up? Up. Yeah. And this is a big struggle with men, right? We we have this redneck circle, this pissing contest, this pecking order, but really we don't actually confront the major issues. And if we don't confront the major issues, we 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 cannot allow. We have. I guess we have to be humble enough to confront in order to call somebody up. Yeah, because if I'm going to sit there and brag about this and this about me, I'm too busy bragging about me to care about really what I can do to help you to be the man that you've been called to be, to be your best version. I'm just I'm processing this with you, man. Um, So how here's my question. So you have hunting season that you connect. What do you what else do you do with these? These might not be your only bros. I'm making a wrong assumption here, but how do you connect with your bros on a regular basis besides the hunting? Or is that the venue that you use fishing, shooting, hiking, training? We still we still connect. So so it's a business, right? So on on that on that whole realm of things, I mean, it's it's the same thing. Like uh, two nights ago, uh, Go Hunt flew in. And they came to Myrtle Point here and we went out in the barn and we shot five videos for how to sign up for states and stuff like that. And everybody comes to the house, Steve, Trevor and Cody, they're all here and um, and doing that. And then, I mean, we try to have meet monthly meetings. We try to do that. Um, yeah, it's tough. You know, I mean, in the in the world today with sports, with kids, with uh all that stuff. It's, it's tough for all of us to be in the same place at the same time. So we really, really cherish actually those moments when we actually all do get together. It's uh it's pretty special. So uh, other than that, it's obviously it's via texts, it's via whatever, you know, phone calls and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, I, I think you did say it's very difficult in, in life today. Um, sometimes you'll have those times where, you know, you need a brother. I mean, that's just bottom line. You have to, you need someone to pull you up because you are down. And, um, and I, I think we've done a pretty good job at the, at that with just the, with just the group that we have. Wow. That's, that's a great, thank you so much for that. Hey, we're going to take a short break. Uh, Trent here from our sponsor. We're going to come right back. The man card podcast, is a 501 C three nonprofit organization that is building an army of men in the arena who are becoming the best version of themselves and changing their world the war to change your world is epic every battle counts every man in the arena matters so get in the game by joining our closed facebook forum for men called the men in the arena there you will lock arms with men from all around the world this is a great page guys hey if you want to learn more about becoming the best version of you go to the mancardpodcast.com grab a copy of the field guide my bathroom book for men with 365 Daily readings about what a man is and does using famous quotes and epic stories. I wrote this book for men who don't read books. Guys, you're going to love this book. Pick up a copy today following this episode. Thank you again for jumping into the arena with us and championing the greatest battle of our time, the fight to change your world. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Hey, Trent. So so I've always believed this. And talk me through this. You're 37 years old, so I've got a few years on you. Just tell me what you think about this from a 37-year-old perspective. you got an 8-year-old and an 11-year-old in the home. Cody mm-hmm. has a – man, he sounds like he's got a couple. He's got a newborn. He's got a 1-year-old. 
I don't know. Anyway, he's got small children as well. Yeah. But I believe that men rally around. So this bro thing, this bro concept, this concept of I've got bros who have my back. It seems to me that generally speaking, that men rally around a purpose, a mission or a common cause for you guys. It's your business, but men rally around a common cause. Have you found that in your life to be true, or do you think that they're that men will g- generically kind of gather and like because women will just you put women in a room and they've got this oh, group. Yeah. Men don't yeah. work like that. No. We, we need to have some some common thing. Are you finding that true in your life? And if so, how do we how do we create that for men who are longing for that? I, I just yeah, it's uh, a great question, and I think that we've always done uh, we've always gathered around the hunting thing because that's what so. You know, you have a group of friends, right? You've got Dale. You've got so many friends. You only have time, honestly, for a few friends, really. I mean, in, in my case, I'm just saying in my case, with, with the way life is and stuff. And so my few friends are probably 99% of the friends that I see. And there's about three of them, I would say, you know, and, the, and, the, and these are the guys we're talking about. So, so yeah, in, in the busy, busy life today, you have acquaintances, but you're really true friends. You don't get to hang out with that much, man. It's just it's – just, the way it goes. So yeah. yeah, it's, it's, it's time. I think as far as that goes and, and so hunting, yeah, it has kind of been that nest that we can all get around, I guess that uh, um, definitely. And it, it's, it, it's been a way of, of showing Christ too. It's been, it's been amazing in that, in that realm too, which like I was telling you the story before, I don't know, do we, are we good here? Yeah. We, go for it. Okay. Yeah. Like uh, praying, we would pray, Every day before we started our day, we'd pray, and then we would, when we would, like hit an animal, we'd pray for the quick recovery and and doing that. Well, Steve, uh, being an atheist, kind of he didn't really believe in God or nothing. At the end of the hunt, it was pretty amazing. Hope I don't cry here. He asked. <laughs> he asked. Sorry, he's the one that asked. He goes, "Hey, do you mind if I have the prayer today?" Whoa! It was, it Whoa! Was like, yeah. Wait, which state was that in? I think I was that on video. It wasn't on video. We okay. did not get it on video. He did not want it to be on video. And I said, that's totally, totally fine. It's not about that at all. And um, it was uh, it was powerful. Hey, I'm going to send uh, Steve my field guide. It's our bathroom book for men. It's a daily reading. It's hunting, fishing, sports stories. And I wrote this book for men who don't read books. I'm going to send you that in the mail to give to Steve as a gift from me. All right. I'll do it. So I'll do it. That, well, you know, I, I think you talked about praying, and, you know, Jesus had a cool model of friendship. You know, he sent out the 72. So he had these 72 people he was aware and acquainted with. And I think for men, Rick Warren in his book, The Purpose Driven Church, said at most people can be acquainted with or know the names of, have a relationship with 64 people. So that's pretty close to Jesus 72. And then he had the 12, which those are special guys in our lives. We, If a man can list 12 friends, He's really a rich man. And then if he's really, really blessed, he's got his three. He's got his Cody's and his Steve's. Trevor doesn't count because he's your brother. <laughs> you know, and then and then and then and then he has if you're really, really blessed, you've got that Cody in your life. You've got that one. Yeah. That one. And so that so here's a here's something I've had to wrestle with this year. I've had to make some harsh decisions that may have sounded harsh, but at some point you have to go, man, this guy is not helping me to go to where I need to go. Uh, he doesn't seem to want to grow. He seems to be a guy who is not uh, not really uh, in sync with my circle and my values. I need to I need to gently get this guy out of here. Have you had to deal with? Don't say names. Have you ever had to deal with that? Where you said, you know, this guy really doesn't fit who we are. And I'm we, dealing with it right now. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it, it's tough to, when you when you get in a group of guys and everybody has a common goal, but uh, there might be one guy that's outside, you know. Yeah. And um, it's just how do we deal with that? You know, it, it's been the whole thing of just trying to, I don't know, gather around and just say, hey, man. And we've 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 we went at it about a couple different ways and we're just starting this actual this process. And so it's um, we've tried from the outside in just trying to say, hey, will you you know, this guy just doesn't jive. He just doesn't jive with, with what we've got going on and then, and then going deeper, you know, and, um, and we haven't been to those, those steps yet, but, um, but yeah, it's a very, very tough dynamic, I think, especially with, with the whole guys and the whole attitude and especially in a, in a, in a hunting realm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause it's, you see the good, the bad and the ugly. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I've always said, there's always that one guy who's kind of a fringest guy, I saw that in your hunts too. I could always there was a, always kind of a guy on the fringe. I thought, uh oh, could be a problem. Well, except yeah. in Wyoming, you guys had it. You guys were on it. But you know, yes. it's interesting uh, for me when I look for uh, and I and this may sound really uh, synthetic or, or uh, fake, but when I, I I'm strategic about my relationships and I'm looking for four things out of guys: their commitment to me in the relationship, to being a friend, their character. I want men of integrity in my life. Absolutely. Their 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 competence. Are these guys are these guys getting it done? Are they working men? Are they family guys? Are they competent in the ways of man? And the most important thing for me, man, not the most important thing, but man, the kicker for me is chemistry. Gosh, if you know, if I don't have chemistry, this guy, I don't want to be fighting for the relationships to work. And so yes, that, that's yes. what I do personally. So hey, I want to jump back a little bit, uh, Trent. When I, because when I first heard the podcast with Mark, you know Mark Helsing and and Steve and the EXO guys with Hunt Back Country podcast, uh, yeah. they were interviewing you guys post fifty days in fifty states, post Land of the Free project. And when I and I and I had my forty pound pack on, I was doing this hike. I had my earphones in. I'm listening, and I thought, Wow, man, this guy left his family for fifty days. <laughs> uh, and I at first I was I'll be honest, I was a little bit critical of you. I'm just being honest. Yeah. But the more yeah. I heard, listened, I thought, man, this broke this guy. He was like, you were you bro- you were broken, and you were. You, and I think it, I think it was you who said your wife actually flew out to Montana to meet yes. you and drive back with you. So, ta- and I know that was a hard decision because you're launching a business, uh, you know. But talk me through the emotion. Of, of that as a husband and as a man and as a father. Talk me through yeah. that. Yeah, so when we decided to do this 50 days, it was talked about that we it would be awesome just to make it relevant to everybody to have someone on this project the whole 50 days. And I raised my hand right off the bat. Um, and so, yeah, I did, I did go to the family beforehand and said, hey, here's the deal. And my wife's been super, super supportive through the whole thing. And, and she says, well, here's, and she was stronger than me, honestly, through the whole deal. It was, which was amazing. I mean, there was times, cause you would go up, there's a lot of times we were hunting around nine, 10,000 feet and we would go up and, and I would just, you know, get some cell phone service and go off on my own for, for a half an hour, just so I could call the family. And there was so many times that she's just like, you're not quitting, you know? <laughs> So that support system was huge, huge to have. Uh, missing the kids, uh, my daughter towards the end of it, I'll just be totally honest with you, my daughter towards the end of it, she wouldn't hardly talk to me on the phone just because she would start crying so much because oh. she was missing. You know, It's tough, man. That is hard. And, then, and, and so are they asking questions? Daddy, are you going to be gone for 50 days next year? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> they are. But at the same time, when they come home, 
and then they got to watch all the videos. They still watch them all. They, uh, my son, I mean, daily, you know, goes through them. And so it's one of those things where they, they do understand that. And I'm, I'm gone for that, but then I'm back for the, you know, for a long time yeah. after that. And, and so, but it was, it was, um, I'm really, really glad that I did it just because of the simple fact that I can, I can say I lived through it and I, I did it, you know, I did. It's a, it's an accomplishment, man. Oh it man. Super is. impressive. So our men in the arena are guys like you. They're, they're getting it done. They're working their butts off. They're raising a family. They're loving their woman. They're serving in their community. And, and a lot of these guys, our guys, our men in the arena, these guys don't struggle as much with working. These guys are workers. But one of the things that we tell our men is you have to take care of yourself first if the if the plane is going down, the oxygen mask falls down. You've got to put yours on first. So we're telling our men to survive, to thrive in the stress bubble of life. You need to do certain things to maintain health. You need to sleep seven to eight hours. You need to you need to be physically fit. You need to watch your diet. You need to have some kind of hobby or something that you do to make yourself the best version for your family. Here's my question, uh, Trent, and because you kind of had to, you were forced to live this. If you were going to give our guys any advice today, what would you? Where is the balance? Like, where, where, at what point have they went too far in their play? At what, where's the balance between the the play and the work, the the restoration process of being your best version and just becoming a glutton and a, a lazy, uh, worthless sloth? Where's that balance that you have seen in your life and in the lives of others? Um, you're talking balance in relationship or just balance with relationship with yourself? I'm thinking the balance with relationship with caring for yourself and not letting yeah. that go overboard. And, and also and also not not neglecting yourself, right? Yeah. I know a lot yeah. of guys in the bubble, they neglect themselves, and at 45 they have a midlife crisis and it's all over. And so how do we create a balance to live strong and finish strong? Yeah, great question. And <clears throat> a lot of it, um, especially for us in our realm is, is physical, right? Once you get down on your body and you just get down on life because you don't feel, you don't feel great. You're, you're eating junk, which I'm there. I've been there. I'm, and I come back from this whole 50 days. I lost, um, I lost like 13 pounds and, um, I come back and then what do I do for 50 days straight? Celebrate, I sit, baby. I sit in front of a computer and I try to pound out these videos every day. I mean, we were waking up at like 530 in the morning and sometimes not going to bed till 11 at night just to post the video because it's day by day. And um, it, it was just like just brutal on my stomach. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah. And now I'm dealing with that now. So we finished Christmas Eve. And so after the first of the year, I was like, okay, I gotta get, I gotta get back at this. Cause cutting timber back when I used to do that, it wasn't hard That at is all. a workout. Choker yeah. lines. <laughs> yeah. You were constantly in shape, you know, it didn't matter. And oh, so now I have to work for it. And so it is tough though. And, um, the one thing I will tell people that I, that I screw up on all the time, especially with physical workout, you know, for, with, um, with working out and, and getting in shape is you'll just jump into it and just really just hammer it out and be like, oh yeah, I used to do this. I'm, you know, I can, and it's a progression. It is a progression big time. I am learning that with, uh, with, uh, getting back at it and, uh, slowly getting to where, okay, now I can do a little more, a little more. Um, it's just been a, yeah, it's, it's been a grind. It's been a, it's, it's been a humbling experience for me, honestly, now that I'm this whole new life, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> you do something for 18 years and then you just go into this whole computer digital, I, I never, back in the day, I never turned on, I didn't have any social media. I had a flip, uh, a bag phone in my pickup. 
That was awesome. So no one could get a hold of me. Yeah. No, I didn't have Instagram or exchange gram and I didn't have all that stuff. I didn't have nothing like that. I, and so learning, I mean, I'm a whole, I'm learning all over again. And uh, Cody has been a big part of that and teaching me how to do that. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been, I'm, I would be lying if I said it hasn't been very, very rough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the balance in the stress bubble, man, is, is uh, yes. we need to take time for ourselves but as men, we need to make sure that we balance that time between family and, and our own personal, uh, that we, we do have a need to uh, care for our body. And we have a need. I really believe this, Trent. We have a need to get out in the hills if we're that guy and to go shoot something, go chase something, go catch something, uh, to run around because that's what we need to do things that bring life to us. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And that for that, that for, it may be a golf for one guy. It may be mountain biking. It may be, it may be, uh, you know, Dale, it's a crochet. And yeah. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> it could be anything. Right. And so what is that thing? I'm just kidding, Dale, about the crochet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so anyway, well, Hey, you know what you're, I, I want to talk about this real quick. Uh, cause, yeah. cause honestly, Trent, I'm a, I am a heart guy. I mean, I try to read 20 to 30 books a year, but I'm a heart guy. I'm a guy when I communicate to people, I, I try to inspire instead of push my knowledge. And and I, I'm going to tell you, you inspire me. You inspired me on this 50 days. Uh, and I say you because you were the only consistent every 50 days. I really loved Cody. Trevor, I want to have coffee with that guy. I might just I might just get a root canal just to talk to him. He seems like your your youngest brother. I mean, come on, you shot that in the neck. Come on, dude, you weren't yeah. aiming there. You know you weren't aiming there. But anyway, those guys are a kick in the pants. But but you were the the one common denominator throughout, and you really did inspire me to have a better attitude, to be more selfless, uh, to uh, and I'll tell you what you do also that's really cool is you are not afraid to show emotion. And these are all manly traits to me. You said that your passion in life is, and I'm going to quote you here, to inspire others to chase their dreams no matter what stands in their way. So, and I think that you're doing that. So, so talk to us to this, talk to me about uh, how does a guy do that? He's living in the stress bubble. He's been doing the same job for 18 years. Uh, He's not being rewarded in that job emotionally, uh, uh, cognitively. Uh, maybe t- maybe fiscally you know he he's he's realizing that the dreams he had in his youth are slipping away you know you live that life i live that life can you talk to that man right now and inspire that man can you what do you have to say to that guy um well i think it just goes twofold i think it's my dad man it's my dad totally i mean that guy's the toughest guy that i know and he's one of those guys that just pushed me and he was um giant giant motivator and and all of all of me and my brother's lives is um you know and he taught us to be men for one and he taught us to be caring and because i mean his relationship with my mom is amazing so yeah it's it it comes it stews from that and then just the positive thinking and just you never know what's around the next corner right Mm -hmm. and um we're only on this earth for just a short amount of time. If you look at it like that. And, and I was very, very unhappy. Um, my partner that I had at the time, my cutting partner, um, he was a great guy, great dude. It was just, it wasn't any of that. It was just the job, man. And it was just like, and that's why I try to tell people, you know, you don't have to do something that you hate. And was there instrical people that helped me get there? Absolutely. Cody was, I mean, 
he was right at the forefront of that just because of his knowledge in the business and, and stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't think, I mean, I think it's a, it's a, it's a group of things. I think it's, it goes back to that brotherhood. I think that we talked about a little earlier to where it's not just me going, yeah, I'm just going to quit my job. Um, I hate this. You know, you've got to have some plans in place to be a responsible um, person and dad and father and, and, um, and husband. But, um, but yeah, it was, it, it, Oh man, it it's it, it stews back to my dad teaching me, and I can only hope to be half that you know that father figure for my kids. So well, fathers are what we say to our men in the arena is when a man gets it, everyone wins. Everyone and I'll wins. tell you what, when a man, now my, now we had an event a couple months ago where the women were like, "What is it? Is it sex?" And we were like, well, that's good, but no, it's not. You know, when a man understands what it means to be a man, when a man gets it with God, when a man gets it with life, when a man gets it with service, and so uh, sounds like your dad is a man and that he yeah. gets it, and because he gets it, Trevor's one, Trent's one, Trent's one, and your brothers, your little brother in Texas, your little big brother in Texas, little big brother, he, he, yeah. he won. Yeah. If you're a two twenty, he must be a two ninety. Yeah, he's a great dude. <laughs> so awesome. yeah, oh awesome. my gosh, you got to throw that guy on there just. Because he's awesome. <laughs> yes, exactly. So here's exactly. you made a comment, though, just now that I want to ask you about that really intrigued me. When I look at the Great Hunt for God, and which is the, the parent ministry of the Man Card Podcast, is this organization called the Great Hunt for God. And I look at that, and, and there really are a, a group of men, uh, dozens of men in my life, who have said without—they've said non-verbally, we will not let this fail. You, you are going to succeed with this, and it sounds like you have a brotherhood of men who have said, hey, we are, this is going to work. We are, we are, we are not going to let you fail in life because we are going to lock arms with you, and we will die on the same hill that you die on. And if you die, we all die. Is that, is that true in your life? And, and uh, talk me through that for men. Uh, totally, totally, yeah. It's totally true. Um and, and just going back to Cody and I, I guess just because you know we are we are the people. Trevor has his own dentistry practice, and yeah. and and Steve, he's a plumber. Actually, is what Steve. Oh, does. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, for Cody and I, it was we um, we got this little bit of money actually from these sponsors, and it was like, okay, we are going to do this. We're going to do this, and we're going to make it work. And there, there's struggle, just like in anything, but that makes the victory so much better, man. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where Cody and I, we talk every single day. We, uh, we share an office together, but we also have our home offices too, that we, that we use. And it's, um, it's communication. It's, 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 it's been tough. It's been really, really tough at times, but, but now we're finally starting to kind of break out there and do that. And what you got to check now is you're humble, man. You got to still stay humble. Oh, that's true. You've got to, you've got to realize what got you to, uh, and I'm not saying we're made, cutting a fat hog by no means, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but we, you, you've got to, you've got to realize what got you there, you know? Well, and one of the things that struck me with your 50 days in your land of the free project was you were, how grateful you guys were for every like on the, you know, like, for every little thing, the people following you, buying your stuff, how grateful you were and how humble you were. And 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 to, I'm doing a word study in the Bible right now on the word humble whenever it comes up in Scripture. And uh, it's amazing how connected the word humble is to the state of your heart, whether it's calloused or tender. And how, as men, we we the world says be, tend, be, 
be hardened, be tough, but but we can be tough, but we also can be humble and tender and gentle, yeah. and we can be willing to grow and to share and to learn and, and to all that. So it's really fun, uh, Trent, to catch you on the front end of, I know you've been doing this since 07, but to really catch you on the front end of the learning yeah. curve, because yeah. you know the days yeah. are coming when you're going to have private hunts all over the place, because everybody's going to want to get you on their property and promote you guys. And so when that happens, brother, stay humble, man. And no, no, remember no, no, those no, little no. teeny spike Roosevelt's that you shoot and we're so proud of. <laughs> No, and that's what we want to keep, you know. Yeah. Always remember what got you, man. Oh, that's always so cool. Remember. Now, I have a I have a weird question, buddy. What the heck is a content creator? <laughs> man, and I I asked Cody about that, and I you don't you Okay, you try being me, bud. You try being me. You live in Myrtle Point, Oregon. Which is go no How far are you from Elkton? Uh, probably about 60 miles, 70 miles probably. On the same highway. I shot my first bear there. Yeah. yeah Elkton's okay. a big bear capital of the world oh, yeah 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 there's a ton of them there but try no no there's not logging. no no there's no bears there no oh, copy, i heard it's really copy. gotten bad lately copy. so it's yeah drought. we're gonna drought, yeah. we're gonna cut that out of the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so no try being from you <laughs> try being from myrtle point oregon cutting timber all your life and you know i mean it's gain a name for yourself in the in the in the out in the cutting industry and then then you just switch over like boom, quit your job, and now you are that guy that is on YouTube with all those crazy yeah. cat videos, <laughs> and you're just like walking to you know the restaurant and hey Trent, what are you doing now? Uh, I'm on YouTube. Oh, cool. Yeah, talk to you later. They don't know <laughs> what that means. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. And so I talked to Cody. I'm like, well, what is our job description? He goes, we're content creators. And I said. It just sounds terrible, man. It just does not sound manly. You're an at entrepreneur all. and a professional hunter. You're an entrepreneur and a professional hunter. There you go. So, well, so even, what's I, the so what's the next project, man? What's the next thing that we could be looking for out there on the YouTube world? Okay, yeah. So we are dipping into the fishing aspect. We just put out uh, four or five fishing videos just this last week. We did another trip with Hushin and um, had a blast. We caught a ton of fish. That's what when you emailed me the other day and said, "Hey, I want to go fishing." I'm thinking, "Oh, <laughs> I do." I was on the river Friday, so I should bring you up here. I've got a buddy that would love to. He's building a guide business. If I bring him up here and you go fishing with him, that'd probably be good for him and you. There you go. Anyway, there so go. anyway, so that's good, man. Yeah. So What so river were you on? Yeah, Umqua. We're doing some other fishing. What's that? Were right? you on the Umqua? Yeah, yeah, we were on the Umqua. So how yep. how was it? Catch some steelies? Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was good. Uh, Sunday we went uh, 18 for 15. Or fifteen for eighteen. That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, we did. We did. We had a good trip. I, I don't know how many we caught in the four days. I don't know, probably thirty fish or so. Are you doing it yourself, or are you gone with a guide? No, doing it ourselves. Oh man, yeah. that's maybe I should just. Yeah. Oh wow, that's impressive. So hey man, so hey, we're coming to the end of our podcast. We already did our hour already, and so I, my question is. How can we, uh, these, you know, we got guys listening, never heard of you before. They've never heard of uh, Born and Raised Outdoors. How can we support your uh, organization, man? How can we get in? How can we join the bro crew? The bro nation, brother. The bro nation. Um, yeah, just, I mean, we're online or just go to YouTube. Go to Born and Raised Outdoors on YouTube and you can watch all our videos. Like you said, we did the, the 50, the 53 days last year. And, uh, we're going to do the, we're going to do, I'm going to do it again this year. Oh man. Uh, yeah. God willing. I'm going to do it again this year. So, um, it won't be as many. It'll be about 42 days. But, okay. Uh, How many States? Yeah. Five States. It's going to still do five States. So should be, should be awesome. Should be a, 
uh, 2.0 deal. And then, um, and then after that, actually my plans are to, uh, go back to the family thing and do some hunting with my dad again and hunting with my brothers and, and, uh, uh, the years after that. So I'm super excited about what's to come for, for born and raised. Definitely. So oh, man, yeah, just add YouTube, YouTube or Instagram, um, Facebook. We don't, we don't run a strong as Facebook game as you guys do, but we are just getting started. So well, Instagram yeah. really is where it's at, and I follow you on Instagram and Face uh, Chat. You got to be on that Face Snapchat. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. I draw the lines at Priuses, cats, yeah. and Snapchat. Anyway, yeah. hey Trent, thanks so much, man, for taking the time to share uh, your wisdom and your experience and your heart with our men in the arena. And uh, thanks for uh, coming on today, bro. Appreciate oh, it. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate. We're it. We're excited you. to see what the future brings for you. Hey, man, you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast, helping us transform the lives of men and those they love as easy as one, two, three. Follow us by subscribing and sharing the Man Card Podcast and get on board with the Men in the Arena closed Facebook page for men. Also, go to our gear page on our app or our website and invest in our resources and help that will help you become the best version of you men join us in building the army of men in the arena man our army is 5700 strong after four months which is pretty awesome we want to help you become the best version of you and change your world because when a man gets it everyone wins join the men in the arena closed facebook forum for men guys get it done until next time feel the wet sand on the arena floor hear the deafening roar of the crowd <sighs> dude Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game, get dirty, grind it out, and be a man. This is Dale Culver, and you've been listening to the Man Card Podcast. Has your man card been challenged today? If you hunger to be the best version of you, then join thousands of men from around the world on our closed Facebook forum called The Men in the Arena. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of manhood. Also, make sure you ask about our newest equipping opportunity called the Man Card Weekend with the men in the arena. Let us inspire the men of your organization to become the best version of themselves today. And don't forget to purchase a copy of our popular field guide, a bathroom book for men. Jim wrote this book for men who don't read books. It's a daily study of manly words explained with great stories. You will find enough entries to read one a day for an entire year. That's right. 365 daily readings on what a man is and does. Get your own copy at mancardpodcast.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Man Card Podcast. This is Dale Culver signing off. Until next time, join our army and become the best version of you. Get in the arena. Let the world feel the full weight of who you are. Grind it out. Be a man. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.